Chapter 16 Confrontation Up and down the hall, Jess scanned Hopper's paintings. There's an easier way to do this, she said to the empty room. Dust motes spiraled through rays of sunlight as she searched for her friend. She came to a painting of a woman in a red dress, standing on a stoop with her arms crossed, a large-brimmed hat shielding most of her face from sunlight. Jess eyed the painting, called South Carolina Morning, with suspicion until it finally moved. Back so soon? The woman in the painting said, uncrossing her arms and leaning against the doorframe. This really is a roller coaster, Jess replied. Tell me. It went great with Marine, Jess said. It took her a while to accept my acknowledgement, but once she did, it opened up a whole new world of communication for us. She hesitated, not knowing how to continue. And then Gary threw a wrench into everything. How so? the woman asked. He came in and complained to her about his own mistake and damaged the progress Maureen and I made. Were you hoping that things would get easier? Jess thought carefully about her response. I know I can't control the actions of others, but I hope that the people in power wouldn't be such an obstacle to creating change. Are you equipped to handle these obstacles? asked the woman in red. With my team under me, yes but how can I possibly drive change in the executive offices? I know how hard Gary has it, and I truly believe that he wants to improve things for us. But what am I supposed to do? It's not like I can barge into his office and demand he become a better leader. I can't create real change. It has to come from the top. Jess's blood pressure rose, a hint of anxiety invading the corners of her mind as she lamented how impossible it was to change the way her company's executives operated. Why don't you tell me a bit more about acknowledging Marine? the woman said. It was the same as when you acknowledged me, Jess answered. At first, she was surprised, then awkward and uncomfortable, and then grudgingly acceptant while trying to make it end as soon as possible. When she finally opened up to me, it was amazing. I got to know her better in the ensuing 15 minutes than I have throughout our entire working relationship. And what's new in that relationship for you? The woman asked. The possibility of having a great relationship with my boss. Jess wondered why she wasn't more excited. She had wanted this for ages. Why wasn't she doing cartwheels up and down the hallway? What's still there for you? The woman asked. It's not likely that things will continue to improve unless we get Gary to shift his beliefs, too. Why can't Maureen do with Gary what I'm doing with her? Why can't she? The woman challenged. Jess was at a loss for words. Why are you so confrontational today? Jess asked. The woman in the painting crossed her arms again, a stern expression on her face. Sometimes it's important for us to say things to each other that we would rather avoid saying, the woman responded. Sometimes we have to acknowledge our fears and confront each other's problem beliefs and behaviors. Jess was taken aback by her friend's abruptness. You've come in here complaining about others before, acting like you're not in a position to drive change, and you're doing it again, the woman in the painting said. The impact is, 
that you're robbing yourself of all your power to create change, and your negativity is 100% effective. I'm left feeling frustrated because I want to help you realize that the people surrounding you can help you through the remainder of this journey. Jess's defenses rose. Even though the woman in the painting wasn't critical or emotional, this reaction confused her because no part of the woman's observation blamed or framed Jess as wrong. She was just objectively stating facts. Who does she think she is? said Jess's inner voice, right on cue. Sure, it's easy to talk about creating change from inside a painting. I bet she wouldn't be so critical if she were out here working with me. That's not fair, Jess responded. I think I've put a lot of work into this, taken a lot of action, and have seen some pretty remarkable results so far. I don't think it's right for you to say that I'm not doing enough. That's not what I said, the woman replied. I said that you're complaining about others is sapping all of your power away from you, and it's frustrating to watch you go through this. What do you want me to do? I've already worked on my relationships with my team members and with my boss. Now you want me to go after her boss too? I can't change how Gary chooses to run the company. The woman smiled and said, I'll let you think about that for a moment. I'm missing the lesson again, aren't I? Jess asked. I'm too busy trying to make myself right. I'll repeat myself, the woman said. Your complaining about being powerless is making you powerless. And it's frustrating watching your self-sabotage. You're trying to convince yourself that this is impossible, and you're turning it into a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're making it come true. Jess tried not to rush to respond, to silence the need to prove herself right and get to the essence of what the woman was trying to communicate. Maybe I need to figure out how I could stop doing that, Jess said. She held up a finger to let the woman know she had more to say. She was getting thoughtful about the situation, her open-mindedness returning. I want to stop complaining, Jess continued, and I need to see results. What if I taught the skills to others so they could share them with the people around them? If I can't get FaceTime with Gary to spread these skills to him myself, What if I empowered someone who could, like Maureen? Jess gasped as she heard her own words. Do you see what just happened? The woman asked, her face brightening. Jess liked the destination, but wasn't entirely clear on how she had arrived there. The woman in the painting explained. You created your own solution because I confronted you without judgment, blame, or guilt. And because I didn't react to your defensiveness, take on your problem as my own, or let you change the subject. It took a moment to sink in, but on reflection, it made perfect sense. Okay, teach me the formula, Jess said, pulling out her notebook to write it down. Step one is to state what happened without blame, guilt, or emotion. To confront easily, you must provide a concrete example that is concise and judgment-free. Next. You share the impact of that action, again, free from judgment. Third, you describe how it made you feel without making your feelings their fault. And the fourth and critical step is, you shut up. If they're not ready to create their own solution, you repeat the process until they are. Jess paused her note-taking. You shut up? she asked. 
Don't allow yourself to get dragged down the rabbit hole, the woman said. The other person is likely to get defensive, trying to shift the blame or justify their actions, like you just did. Remember, you're in control of how you react to their reaction. You absolutely must remain open-minded and objective until they're willing to do the same, as I just demonstrated. I'm going to apply this skill with Maureen at lunch tomorrow, Jess said. You're confident that you'll be able to confront her easily and effectively? Jess slid her notebook back into her purse. It's simple enough, though I know it may not be easy. And what will be the impact? I'll prove to myself that real change can come from anywhere, which I'm sure will boost my confidence enough to bring this to the rest of the team, Jess said. I think we might just stand a chance. You think? The woman asked. I know, Jess chuckled. As she thought about how far she had come, Jess was suddenly sad. What is it? The woman asked. We're almost done here, aren't we? The woman in the painting leaned against the doorway again, pushing up the brim of her hat, her expression softening. Almost. Jess stared down at her feet. What are you experiencing? The woman asked. Sadness, Jess answered. I'm going to miss you. I'll never truly leave you, Jess, the woman said. As long as you're committed to this journey, I'll always be by your side. This isn't it, though, is it? I think one more meeting will suffice, the woman said. There's still one more skill for you to learn. Jess smiled broadly. She was ready to go home and see her family and to meet with Maureen. This has been the learning phase for you, the woman said. Now it's time for action. Get excited, because this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. From this new perspective, Jessica's sadness wasn't so raw. I like the way you think, she said to the hopper painting. I learned everything I know from wise people like you, the woman responded. You are the solution, Jess. The woman in the painting pushed off the wall, crossing her arms and returning to her original position. Jess mimicked the woman's posture, crossing her arms and looking at the painting while she processed the latest information. She slowly turned and walked away, her mind racing. She left the gallery, smiling. She knew it was time to be released back into the wild to practice and master these skills.